Welcome to The Workplace, a podcast by CalChamber. I'm Erica Frank, CalChamber's Executive Vice President and General Counsel. And back on the podcast today is Robert Mutri. Rob, as many of you know or have heard about, is one of CalChamber's policy advocates who specializes in legislation that also involves CalOSHA. And here we are again, Rob, to talk about CalOSHA. Welcome to The Workplace again, Rob. How are you? Uh, I'm great. I'm great. I'm glad to be here. It's always nice to talk to you. And uh, I am, uh, I'm certainly staying busy. Kalosha is, is staying active. Yeah. And of course, it should be no surprise to our listeners that the focal point with Kalosha right now is, of course, COVID-19, ensuring that the workplace stays safe. Rob, we had you on the podcast a while ago to talk about AB 685, which, of course, is also a COVID Kalosha type piece of legislation. But today we're now back to talk about some emergency regulations that Kalosha staff is working on, which, of course, is regarding COVID-19. Yes. So Kalosha has um, took a, a very important vote last month at their meeting um, in September to uh, require their, the division staff to prepare um, an emergency regulation for a vote by the standards board in November. And this is remarkable for a couple of reasons. First, it's a very short timeline. Most emergency regulations are not in front of the standards board less than two months after they uh, began drafting. And the second issue that's a, a very significant here is, of course, it's an important topic, COVID-19, and it's got a very broad reach. This standard is going to affect all workplaces that are not under the aerosol transmissible diseases standard, which is, um, if you don't know what that means, this covers you, is the easy answer. Um, but the really troubling part that businesses should be aware of is that there is going to be virtually no time where the text of this regulation is public where we can comment. Um, the standards board specifically in their uh, September uh, decision on the, on the petition, this petition 583, for those of you who wanted to research the documents, said that there would be no advisory committee prior to the vote uh, in November and subsequently an advisory committee would be convened. Advisory committee is normally how employers, l- labor, you know, all stakeholders speak with staff and say, hey, here's your draft text hey, here are our concerns. You know, this language is slightly incorrect. This is a policy mistake. You know, this part we should twist this way. And everybody normally meets and exchanges language. And then that gives staff some input from the stakeholders who are, are going to be um, subject to the regulation. For those of you who were around last year, for example, under the wildfire smoke emergency regulation that we're still under presently, there the advisory committee met uh, something like five times, I believe, over the course of a couple of months, and Cal Chamber and others submitted numerous comment letters really dealing with the text in detail. And many of the things that we suggested, though certainly not all, um, made changes in the final emergency regulation, which the board adopted. Um, here, for this COVID-19 regulation, there is going to be no uh, advisory committee or stakeholder input prior to, well, almost no, and I'll get to the little bit we'll have in a sec, almost none prior to the standard towards vote in November. Uh, I say almost none because emergency regulations have to be published five days before the uh, standards board's vote. So it will be published five days before the meeting in November. But the problem with that is that in five days, as you understand, staff isn't going to rewrite this regulation massively, right? Even if everybody got in their comment letters that first day, staff isn't going to have time to process them all, rewrite, and then give it to the um, standards board to vote. So very few, if any, 
changes will be made at that point, which means whatever staff drafts now, which we cannot see is being drafted in that kind of black box, is what the standing board is going to vote on. And as you know, um, Erica, and as anyone in the legislative process right now knows, right, um, any bill that has or, or any regulation that has COVID-19 in the topic has a lot of momentum uh, because everyone wants to address COVID-19, rightly so. But in this case, we have a huge concern over our inability to even see what's going to happen. And um, employers, particularly uh, in California, should be concerned about this, not in an abstract sense about, you know, we want input. Of course, that's important. But in a, a practical sense, what that means is the window for compliance is going to be very short. If you take from the first day of publication, let's say five days before the, um, before the standards board meets in um, November, you, after they vote on it, and we presume they're going to approve it, uh, initial comments by the standard board members indicate the vote is, will likely approve it, even if not everyone votes yes. Even uh, at that point, you may have as little as two weeks after the vote. So if you add that five days before the vote, two weeks after the vote, you're looking at potentially less than 20 days to, within the first Texas public, to be ready to comply. And that's a huge concern when we don't even know what the text is. So I don't, we don't know how onerous it will be. So that's, uh, that's the big background um, here, Erica. Of course, there's, uh, there's some substantive concerns here. And there's also questions about the need for the regulation that I'm glad to get into. But I think that's the big package um, on why employers should be aware of this and should really be on their toes um, come November and ready to get word quickly and react. Okay, and I think that's a really important point. We don't have anything set in stone right now. Um, we're in the month of October. This is looking on the horizon for November, and it could happen very quickly. Yes, yes. Those are the key issues here. Now, um, avid Kalosha watchers will know that Kalosha has actually already been issuing citations to employers for COVID-19 safety with this regulation not in existence. Um, they've been doing that under the guidance documents, which I'm sure that all businesses operating in California are probably aware of. Um, these are the documents that Kalosha has been drafting over the last uh, eight months or so and apply to a range of industries with industry-specific guidance. So Kalosha is already doing enforcement related to COVID-19 without this regulation. Now, Cal Chamber and others uh, have, prior to the um, September vote, made this point to the board saying, listen, Kellosh is already enforcing. You already have authority to do this. What is the rush to push out this regulation, which we're not going to have any kind of stakeholder input on? We're not going to know what it says. What's the rush to kind of go through this so quickly when we already have enforcement capabilities that are happening um, and citations are being issued? And I wish I had a better answer for that, Erica, because... Um, it just seemed to be a matter of profound philosophical disagreement that uh, the board seemed concerned to say, well, we want more and we want a standard. Um, so anyway, it is coming, but employers certainly should already be in compliance. And hopefully, this is hopefully, if we're lucky, much of the requirements in this uh, upcoming emergency regulation will correspond closely to what's already required in the guidance documents and um, the guidance documents in the governor's playbook, which are generally quite close to one another. Of course, as you know, employers also should be aware that their local entities may have guidance, right? Counties may also have guidance. So there's just a lot of levels here, and this is going to be one more document employers have to watch to make sure they're in COVID-19 compliance. Okay. That's very helpful to our employers and hopefully to our listeners as well, especially when we're talking about hot off the press, 
further requirements that employers may need to meet before the end of the year. So Robert, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and letting us all know about what is potentially happening over at the standards board over with CalOSHA and what Cal Chamber is doing to protect all the businesses out there. We're doing our best. That's that's all we can. That's all we can do in this crazy year of ours. That's that's kind of my mantra. Do your best, be flexible, and roll with it, right? Amen. (laughs) All right. And thank you all for joining us on The Workplace. Keep up to date on important COVID-19 developments for employers. And don't forget to subscribe to Cal Chambers podcast by visiting calchamber.com.